This is the I Do Crew podcast with Jen and Emma, coming to you weekly with your wedding worries or dilemmas, which we will help solve. From time to time, we'll also be joined by special guests from the wedding industry or couples in the middle of planning their own wedding. If you have a wedding worry or dilemma you would like our help solving, please get in touch by using our I Do Crew podcast Instagram account. Welcome back to the I Do Crew podcast with Jen and Emma. Um, If you have been with us since the beginning of Jan, new season, season two, episode one and two, you'll be pleased to know that I have figured out how to record and put us back onto YouTube. Well done, Jen. Can't believe it. I know. And we don't actually look too bad in them recordings either. No, just does mean though that we do have to get ready for uh, the episodes now instead of rocking up in gym kit yes i was literally two minutes ago lying on the floor of my son's bedroom wishing he'd go to sleep and then ran into my bedroom brushed my fringe i thought that's gonna have to do <laughs> and here i am <laughs> so glamorous <laughs> Please like, subscribe, rate, review our podcast on the platform that you listen or watch us on. We really appreciate your support every single week. And thank you for being here with us. Uh, This week, um, we are talking all things choosing your wedding dress and how you know it's the one. We've done an episode before just on the realistic viewpoint of uh, going to buy your wedding dress. It's not like it would be in the movies. It's not that romantic vision that you've got in your mind um but this subject has come up really because we've given you the realistic expectations and it's not going to be all singing or dancing magical experience but how do you know when it is the one how do you know do you ever know i don't know do you i think some people do and some Mm. people don't and i I do think it is a fairy tale for some people and they put it on and then like the fireworks go off and everything's lovely and all the champagnes around. But I don't, it definitely doesn't happen like that for other people. And I think some people go, go in to their wedding day with the dress on, still not really knowing if it's the one Mm -hmm. because it's a, it's a massive decision. And if you have, you know, things going on in your brain about your body and your image and everything I think you it is natural to go in still having some of them concerns how did you know that yours was the one did you come to the conclusion that it was the one no I never had the you know firework moment I was in I was in the room in front of the mirror it was the last dress that I tried on definitely felt the best out of them all I definitely felt the most comfortable I felt the most beautiful in it but I strongly listened to the opinions of my mum who I went with and the two ladies in the shop and I just trusted them and they said that was that was the one it looked pretty you know when we had it altered it would even change to be better and I just really trusted them so you didn't go with what you thought you went with what they thought I didn't really have a thought Jen it was all a it was all a blur yes I really liked it 
yes, I did feel really pretty, but because I was expecting the fireworks, yeah, I didn't really know. Mm. And they said, this is definitely the one. And my mum said, I can see you walking down the aisle in it. So I just really trusted their opinions. I mean, if I really hated it, I wouldn't have, we would have kept going, but I did like it, but I didn't have them fireworks. So I just trusted their opinion. Was there any other option that you thought could have been another contender? Not on that day, no. Did you go to one shop and... One shop, picked it. It just, the whole experience just wasn't for me. Mm. Standing in front of a mirror, people prodding you around, it wasn't where I was naturally comfortable. Mm -hmm. So I kind of knew that it wasn't going to be all this shop and then go to that shop the next weekend and... It was I needed to pick a wedding dress and there was one there that I really liked, everybody really liked, so we were done with that. Mm -hmm. I've, um, in a bridesmaid capacity, for just one bride, been to possibly three to four trying on sessions. Yeah, I just so don't the... know how... People have it, the energy to do that. I it don't have the energy. Drain, it was completely emotionally draining. And that wasn't to say I didn't have a nice time, because I did, and it was a limited amount. But if I had to do that experience over and over again, I would have been completely emotionally drained, and I wouldn't have known what I was trying on and what dress was from what shop, and oh, because I mm -hmm. don't think I would have ever had that firework moment, because it's just not the type of person I am. No, I had this is gonna sound awful, but I had to sit through three from memory. It was three trying on excursions, shouldn't even pick any of the dresses. Then went with her mum, just, just her mum, chose a dress, bought the dress, long story short, cancelled the wedding, and then sold the dress. I'm really glad I gave you. 12 hours of my life yeah what is it like yeah. I've never been I've never been wedding dress shopping as like a bridesmaid or a support person oh it's much easier it's much way easier. more fun it's it's like it's like we were talking last week about or was it the week last week about not being emotionally invested in picking your wedding style and your color yeah. cream and your it so it's easier to do all of that process, isn't it? So I suppose it's the same with the the dresses. You actually see the dress and that person's body for what it is rather than all the filters that you, as that person, put on. Yeah, and you get to go through all of the dresses, all of the styles, without having the dreaded pressure of trying it all on and coming out showing everyone. You yeah. get to be there just watching it all unfold. Mm -hmm. and And it's interesting because when you are... The, let's say the guest not the bride you really see where the bride is comfortable where they're leaning towards a little bit more even if they're not saying that and something I I find it really difficult to be like this is great you should get this one because it needs to be their decision I try not to add any influence or anything like that because I similar to your story Emma I don't want them buying it because I said it looked really good and then they're like well it's all your fault that I didn't feel comfortable uh sorry yeah you yeah. don't need that vibe in my life 
How did you know your dresses <laughs> were the one? Well, obviously there is a story and there's always a story when it comes to me and whatever I'm doing. Um, so I, as we've talked about before, didn't want to do the whole, let's take everybody to do the big trying on, blah, blah, blah. I did quite a lot of research before I went in to try anything on because I wanted to make sure that the... Um, dresses and styles that I wanted were available in the location the first place that I booked an appointment with was wed to be and I'd looked on the website I'd seen ones that I'd really liked just presumed that they would be there in the store it was very different at that time because it was lockdown we, we were between lockdowns but literally the week after I bought said wedding dress and returned it um we went back into lockdown over Christmas so I tried on loads of dresses. Well, I think two or three that I wanted to try the style. So originally I was going to go for like quite structured, fitted, simple with a long train. I didn't want anything puffy. I didn't mind having straps. I didn't want anything over the top, bougie, glitzy. Didn't want any of that. Just wanted a really nice slim line, if that's what you want to call it dress not not loads of material tried a few on tried two on that I really liked but with one of them I really liked the front then the other one I really liked the back there wasn't the one that I liked the back of the front was just a bit too mature for the bride that I wanted to be and the one that I liked um the front of the back was so low and it didn't really fit properly and it was slightly baggy at the base of my back the straps were all slack coming up to the shoulder it is just the back was terrible but the front was really nice then I tried on um a <laughs> bearing in mind what I've just said very glitzy strapless fishtail it was like a very structured body very fitted on the hip and then sort of mid thigh flared out into the very puffy fishtail with a long train and all over it was these glitzy jewels and sparkly bits and lots of detail I ended up buying it complete opposite and when I look back at the pictures now like the it was it, was so tight at the back that it looked like I had a cleavage yeah but I just saw this looks great at the time I that's was just like, sort of swept away in the moment that's like complete panic buy uh yeah you, you've tried on the what you thought you wanted you didn't fall in love so you think oh well I must be a complete opposite of thing that I need oh yeah okay try that on oh brilliant buy it yep so bought it it was probably on the drive home that I instantly regretted it because I'd also bought the um, the boxes that you put the dress in. I'd also bought the veil. I'd also bought the belt. I'd bought the underskirt. I'd literally spent something like £1,800 in wed to be. And I got home and I just said to Ian, oh, I'm not sure if I've made the right decision here. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, I, I don't feel like it was the right choice. I was like, can, 
controversial can you have a look at the pictures and let me know what you think so he's having a look at the pictures and he said you look stunning in all of these he said but do you feel like it's your dress and I was like no no but 1800 pounds later behind the sofa I'm stuck with this dress luckily where to be have a seven day cooling off period let's call it where you can return the dress and get a full refund but you can't get a refund on the uh, dress boxes I was like, yeah, no problem. Five quid down, but that's no problem at all. <laughs> so then, a lovely empty dress box, eh? Not anymore, because uh, my actual dress is now in there. <laughs> Never to be seen again, probably. So then I'd sort of got that panic out the way. I also didn't want to buy a brand new dress, which is exactly what I had done at wed to be because I didn't want to spend that money on it. Um so ended up going to a really small boutique in Southampton. She had a sample sale with loads of beautiful dresses, really different dresses. She also did a um because I think I think we were in lockdown at this point. She did a virtual viewing of some of, of three or four of the dresses that I'd selected. So she set them all up on mannequins and then did like a virtual viewing of them and sort of held the video up up to them and everything. So I could see what they looked like on the mannequin. Then I think I selected two from that to try on in store. And I also she'd also added a few more dresses to the sample sale, which I said I'd really like to try this one on. Um, then went into the store. I was the only person there. And it just felt a little bit more comfortable because there was no pressure to buy anything. Um, tried on the dress that I ended up buying, the last dress I think it was. And... It was just really comfy mm -hmm. and easy, even though it was quite a showstopper. Yep. You can't see it. I was going to say you can see it in my background, but you can't. It's not that dress. It's it's the other one. Um, showstopper dress, very bridal, which I wasn't expecting. Puffy in the skirt, but structured in the top. I just really felt comfy. But it was the closest that I got to this is the one it was the best one out of the ones that I tried on but would I say that that was my wedding dress even now if I was to do it again I wouldn't wear the same no was that day one or day two dress day two mm -hmm. day one was much easier less pressure yeah only 26 people were at my official wedding so yeah but so you didn't have the no moment either no. no, I don't think most people do. I don't think most people do because we obviously put this out on the Insta stories. I would say one had that moment that you expect. Just one. And I don't think people really prepare you for that. No. I think... Society and the movies and everything that you watch about getting married and the dress and the whole experience, it's meant to be this magical, unless you've watched Bridesmaids, of course, but it's meant to be this magical experience where you just know that this is the one for you. No. Most people don't. No. So have you got is some stories? Anything... Well, I was going to say, is there anything that you would do differently next time, then? Oh, Yes. Yeah. For your second wedding? I would just give myself some more time. 
because I feel like I rushed the whole process. So if I was to do it again, I wouldn't rush the process, but it was just, I felt like I needed to just pick one. So I would probably take my time a bit more, um, try on a few more and try and enjoy that experience a little bit more. Um, Cause I, I would just go in with it a little bit more calm. Mm. Um, probably, I don't know about if I would, I would probably choose a different dress, but only because my style has changed a bit and my wedding theme would probably be a bit different. But I really did like my dress, even though it was a bit too small because it got tailored a bit too small. But I still really like it. I think it was really pretty, but I think I'd probably choose something slightly different. Um, but yeah, just give myself a bit more time, a bit more grace. And... Mm-hmm. I don't, why do we rush it? I'm not really sure. I don't know. You don't have to go into the first shop and buy the one of the first dresses. You don't have to do that. I know. But you can that, shop around. It's that it's that thing like, well, that's another tick box done. That's what mm. it is for me. You know, when you've got your massive list of things that you need to do. And that's one that you're worried about. It's got a lot of pressure. And so mm. you feel like you've ticked a really good box when you've done it. So maybe that's why you rush it, because then you can move on to the other things that are on the list, maybe. Mm. Like underwear. Don't leave that till the, the day before. Panic buying props for your photo booth. No idea why I did that. Just forgot about underwear. Probably is preference, but not mine. <laughs> I remember them texts. A couple of days before your wedding. No idea. <laughs> so funny. Literally blind. I've just I, completely forgotten to do it. I think I was in. I was Marks and Spencer's yeah. on something. I sent you out. You and Hannah. Spanks. You and Hannah were out there buying Matalan and M&S underwear <laughs> for me. Because I just completely forgot about the whole thing. So give yourself lots of time, as Em said, and don't forget your underwear. <laughs> Unless, of course, that's the vibe that you're going for. Then. Yeah. Probably my vibe next time. Um, do we want to hear what our listeners have said? I most 100% do. So the first one comes in from somebody who has a similar story to yours, Em. They said that I foolishly relied on the reactions of people I'm close to. It proved regrettable. Oh, mine worked out okay. This person's obviously didn't. No, it didn't. So, obviously me being me, I went back with more questions because I couldn't just li- leave it. It proved regrettable. What, how? I need to know all the details. Um, so she then said that it was strapless and her bra was visible in some of the pictures it wasn't the dress, but the seamstress not listening to me. Yeah. It's never been out of the bag since. Then she's put, think about physics. Heavy dress, large bust, no straps. It's not a great combination. But having the confidence to tell the dressmaker it was wrong would have helped. Yeah. I I have a very similar thing. Because I think I didn't have the confidence to tell my seamstress that it was too tight. And I knew it was too tight because I felt uncomfortable like mm. after, but I was just like, okay, we've only got two weeks. What, like what? Okay, this is great. And I didn't eat anything all day and had to lie down halfway through the day on my photographer's lap. 
she must have seen that it was too tight, surely. Well, it didn't look tight. It, uh, it was like, so I had like lace all up my back and everything. So you couldn't really see if it was like bolded anywhere. But it was just crushing my ribs. It was just mm. tight in that area. Nowhere else really tight in that area. So it was making it hard to sort of breathe. I literally had to lie down. Everybody was eating their dinner. I had to go and have a walk around. And my photographer was outside just having her dinner in the quiet. I went and lie down, put my head in her lap. This is what they went through in, you know, Victorian no, times. I don't know. How, that's why they were all like, then there's a beanpole because you can't eat in any of the dresses. They're also too busy thinking about moving their chin skin down. Yeah. to be worrying they probably all sat up straight like very straight back snow moving and just sort of moved their shoulders a little bit but then that was it I think I would have loved it yeah you get used to it back. you get used to it but I do feel for this lady because mm. it is hard it is hard to say to a seamstress that's been working really hard on you like making your dress fit you perfectly and if it's not right it's like um I didn't have the confidence to tell her either. No. That's when we need a you. For me to whisper in your ear, this is way too tight, and you deal yes. with that situation. Because if it was for myself, I probably would have done the same thing. Be like, oh, God. it's Because mine was slightly too big at the last fitting, but it didn't feel too big. Yeah. But then in the last two weeks before your wedding, you shed like five extra pounds without even trying, mainly because you're stressed and there's lots to do and you're just really busy. Or you, or you plump it on one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> um, to be prepared for that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think I would have been the same if it was me, but you, you can have somebody there with you and you can just be like, could you just tell? Way too tight. Doesn't fit properly. <laughs> I I would be straight in there. Um, looks to me as though it doesn't fit properly. Can we just make it a little bit bigger? Well, we've only got two weeks, and I I don't know. Oh well, either you're gonna do it or someone else is. Yeah. You decide. I sort of told myself, oh, I've got two weeks. I can definitely drop some weight to make this fit. But like there's dropping a pound, isn't there? And then there's dropping. Well, I don't. I don't actually know ribs. if I could have dropped it because it was literally my ribbed cage. So. It sounds like it was your skeleton. I don't think you could have dropped a rib or two in two weeks. Um, <laughs> on like the you know two thousand and three rumor about Marilyn Manson. Yeah. No, I I'm also not a huge fan of I'm going to drop a dress size to fit into this dress no. at all. I, it's not don't do it because you shouldn't have to do that if you want to okay fine if it's your goal to look your best whether that is dropping a few pounds whether that's i don't know regular facials getting your teeth fixed all of that kind of thing you do you but don't do it for anyone else because it's i just i'm a huge advocate of body positivity do not do it if that's 
what society is telling you or your mum may have made a comment oh well if you lose a few pounds then uh, this could happen no no as one of my girls at work would say you do you boo you if that's going to make you happy do it if it isn't say goodbye to the feedback yeah and take Jen with you to your fitting yeah. so she can oh, say yeah. you need to take take this out a bit love yeah be like uh either em's gonna have her ribs removed or you're gonna take it out yeah so if somebody was with this listener they could have said i think we might need to put a bit of structure in that boobage area or put some straps on this or something or even a quick do you feel comfortable in that dress are, are you comfortable if they're like no, not comfortable to make the bride more comfortable <laughs> that's the kind of questions that somebody else can be asking if you're not comfortable doing it yourself you yeah. need that person and that right person to be there with you if you do find any like me social situation awkward for myself more than happy to step in on behalf of others yeah. uh, so let me know and i'll come with you <laughs> um shall we move on to the next one yes please I tried on the ones I didn't like. I had pretty much said yes to another dress, the total opposite to what I went for. Say that again. I tried on the ones I didn't like. Yeah. I pretty much said yes to another dress, I presume before trying on the ones that you didn't like. Yeah. And then ended up getting the total opposite to what I went in for. That was like you. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. But I, I'm assuming this person's story ends in a positive and not uh, taking it back and walking out with an empty box. Part two, because I went back with questions. My mum said we needed to try some on as the one I wanted was number two or three I tried on. So uh, the one that they really liked was either the second or third. Went to another shop with dresses I didn't like. Only tried them on to please my mum. And whoops, she was right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i do you will maybe if you do find one within the like first three i on on when i was picking my dress i would have gone great cool let's pick it all done tick in the box mm -hmm. but now i'm slightly removed from that whole situation i would suggest trying on more yeah because you just don't know the one thing i did do right was the shop that i went to had like all the different style dresses in chunks. So I picked one from each. So I picked a big princess dress. I picked a like lace dress. I picked a silk dress. I picked a fishtail dress and tried on lots of different styles because I thought it would hone me in to a style. Mm -hmm. So I think you have to try on some different things. So I just have a, right. if, you, if you were to ever renew your vows or remarry your current husband or maybe your second husband i imagine you now in like a very stylish trouser suit i think i would do trouser suit with like a little bit of glitz underneath a very structured smart blazer wide leg sort of 70s style white trousers killer heels underneath but not necessarily white like yeah. a pop of color and then a really nice clutch bag. Yeah, I think I would wear a suit, yeah. I think you've got my, 
my style but that I would only do that because it would be the second time mm -hmm. I don't think I'd be brave enough to do that for the main wedding but I would probably have a two-day wedding like you did mm -hmm. so you could get away with having the suit as one and then a dress as the other as we learned from episode one season two uh, multiple day weddings are trendy for so well done mum well done mum um next one my first dress was in the 1970s and the dresses were pretty much all the same also my mum paid so my mum chose <laughs> yeah 70s dresses you can tell when you're looking at photos can't you from like the seven the, the six the 50s the 60s and the 70s you can tell yeah. what decade they are by what their dress is like yeah and i wonder if we're gonna look back on ours and be able to do that oh, that's a good question i don't because i was thinking about when this comment came in i was thinking so much option on everything now yeah so are we gonna look back and be like yeah that was sort of early 2000s with wedding dress yeah probably because go back to last week's episode where i was talking about um the colored panel in the back of the pleat of the wedding mm -hmm. that was early 2000s so yeah. i remember thinking why 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 would you do that up to probably 2012 why why on earth is this still happening and also the really 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 structured fishtail you know the ones that just go off like at the side probably similar to what you bought yeah that 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 was very very popular in them early 2000s mm -hmm. because like if you think about what victoria beckham wore that oh, type yeah. of thing that yeah. was, i think she had a really really structured fishtail she had a few dresses so they had the purple coordinated reception look yes i forgot about that <laughs> <laughs> i feel like there was top hats involved one of their, their kid, he was also dressed in the purple. I think she also had a fishtail. And then before that, she had a, sort of like a Vivian Westwood, Sex in the City vibes, pointy at the boob. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what you call that kind of neckline. That's I don't know what you call that. Yeah, in, Well, we will report back in uh, season 25 episode four of the oh, podcast really <laughs> well, speak for yourself then um after trying on 20 dresses my daughter and i both burst into tears as she put it on so we knew that that was the dress i mean that's beautiful mm. my immediate thought went was that just because you're both absolutely exhausted i'm <laughs> like yeah cool this it's got to be the one because <laughs> i can't do it anymore <laughs> No, I think they, uh, 20 dresses may or may not be the truth, but 20 dresses is what was written down. They both, they both mm. knew I would take from that. Absolute firework moment. That is what you call a wedding dress firework moment. Yes. Oh, one, good, for, good for you. One in many, <laughs> many examples. <laughs> Next one, I tried on a few but only felt okay in them, then tried mine on and didn't want to take it off. It was also something I didn't think I would like. So that's a pretty, that's a, I would call that firework moment too, because you just instantly knew. 
Yeah. And if you don't want to take it off. Yeah. I felt like that with mine in the shop. I didn't want to take it off. I knew that I had to. I also sat down in it to see what it looked like when I was seated. Love it. That's a good tip. Especially, I think I've said it before with men's suits, make sure they sit down, particularly in the shirt. Um, but yeah, sit down in your wedding dress because if you've got, like when you, depending on what kind of wedding that you have, you're going to sit down and sign a book of some sort, I presume, seal the deal with a signature kind of vibes, you're going to be seated. Yep, got to sit down for di your dinner. Your dinner. You're going to sit down possibly and have some pictures on, on a bench in the middle of a field, maybe, if that's your vibe. Mm-hmm. Seated on a carriage as you're going through Central Park in your wedding dress. I don't know. You would definitely sit down a few times during the day. Yeah. Not as much as you think you will, but <laughs> that's what that's what got me on mine, I think. That's why I was so uncomfortable at dinner. Because you were seated. Yeah, and it just digs in more, doesn't it? How long were you seated for? Because if your ribs were crushing beneath the dress... Uh, well, I basically did the... The speeches, so they our speeches did go on, so 20 minutes, 25 minutes. And then I got through, did we have a starter? We might have had a starter, I can't remember. But it was when the main came out. And basically I, I dished up a few potatoes, a little bit of the meat, started to eat some of the meat, thought, no, I can't do this, got up and went outside to lie down. <laughs> Is anybody like, oh, uh, where's the bride going? <clears throat> I think so, but, you know, by that time, everybody's eating and chatting mm. to the table, so I don't think it was that obvious. Mm -hmm. Jordan just stayed, I said, just stay here, because I didn't want us both to just disappear, but I think, yeah, and I came back, and pudding was being served. Mm -hmm. So I <laughs> missed the whole main course. Did they not plate you up some to take home? Or... They asked me if I wanted it, but I was, I'm okay. Mm. And then I was, yeah. So do sit down. And don't just perch. Sit down. Get Slouch. Yeah. Slouch on down in the dress. Because you're not going to be sat with your back straight the whole day. No. No one can do that. No. Have to get some dance moves out. Make sure yeah. you can... Move your yeah. arms, do this. Yeah. Just get it all out while you're trying it on. Good good advice. Good advice. Because I've seen uh, a wedding that I went to recently, very, I would say like royal fabric. It looked like a royal gown. Mm. Very expensive. Um, but beautiful fabric, very well tailored, very structured at the top, but huge skirt at the bottom real statement royal gown is the only way to describe it yeah but she had these straps across here that was basically what was anchoring the dress to her because of the weight in the rest of the fabric yeah it sort of went across the chest didn't it across and then the arms. yeah it was like a straight line like lovely in mm. the visuals all the the whole dress was just stunning i loved it and it looked beautiful on and you could really tell that she'd put herself into it as well, which I was surprised at. Um, and it just, just royal wedding vibes. But what she hadn't done is this. Put her arms up above or her Or this. Or even this. Yeah. 
So the whole day, the weight of the dress was on the shoulder, both sides. That was the only part that was moving the dress for her. She was very small frame, teen, like teeny weeny. And she ended up having these chafing marks yeah. because the dress was so heavy all day. She wore, the, she wore it the whole day. I mean, get her money's worth, but those marks that she had, I thought. You just don't get that kind of thing. When you're trying it on, you, you have it on for 10, 15 minutes at the most, mm -hmm. don't you? Yeah. You don't get that. You don't really get to be able to feel what it feels like on. So, yeah, mm -hmm. in that in that changing room or on that podium, have a little dance, sit down, mm -hmm. <clears throat> try and pretend to have a drink. Yeah, because even with the someone a hit, hug. you can't like lift that's the most important glass of champagne you can't rip you're sort of having to come down to it yeah give someone a hug put your arm it doesn't like fall down for that that big busted comment above you if you'd have had a good dance moved your hands above your head you would have felt it falling down mm -hmm. but no it's just then she dropped lip gloss on it, so... Uh... Oh, God. Yeah. That was styled out beautifully, though. Just... She had a little corsage on, which was, like, I thought was stunning. Yes. Yeah. Suddenly genius. Yeah. One of my proudest moments, I would say. Yeah. Stunning. I thought it was actually part of the look when I saw the photos. I was like, that is so cute. But no accident one of those moments i had um okay i've got one more one yeah one more um i think with my dress it was that it just felt right it wasn't what i thought i would wear at all so my advice would be to try lots of different ones even if you think they won't suit you or your style yeah i think so too so i know the person who sent this in I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting for her dress. And I was there when she chose the one that she wore. And she really customised it. So it was a very, very basic but beautiful silk slip dress. Very mm -hmm. teeny tiny spaghetti straps. But then beautiful silk, long, small train, but f quite fitted all the way down. She customised it with like this kind of like a lace crop top bolero sort of wasn't wasn't quite that but it also was not a crop top but with lovely floral detail and diamantes through then she put this beautiful belt on it then she had a lovely veil just she really styled it out mm -hmm. and then she wore blue shoes and i just loved the whole thing and i think when you look back on those pictures you won't be able, she could wear that tomorrow and it wouldn't look out of place now. Yeah. And I think, I think they've been married eight, ten years. Let's call it eight and a half years. And you, it wouldn't look out of place today. Yeah, that's one of them ones that didn't go with the trend, so it's not going to sort of age. Really timeless. Sounds like something she could unstyle take off the veil take off the crop top bolero thing 
and wear that to like a posh beach event. Mm hmm Well, you could use the the crop top for something else. It, because all the bits came apart, I think. I don't Yeah. I think she had maybe a few stitching at the shoulder so that the straps wouldn't be slipping underneath the um like top half. The belt possibly was fitted, I can't remember. But still you can have those pieces unpicked and then She could even shorten the slip dress, dye it a different cut. It's just the whole thing was great. Yeah. But I just wasn't expecting. I don't know what we were both expecting, but it it definitely wasn't that. No. Have you got have, have you ever got your dress back out? No. No. I'm thinking of hosting a wear your wedding dress party. <laughs> I mean if I didn't fit in my dress on my wedding day, I'm not fitting in it now, am I? You mean you didn't elect for the rib removal surgery? No, I didn't. I didn't. But mine's, I looked at mine when I moved. So I moved about a year ago. Mm -hmm. I've been married. How long have I been married? Seven, eight years? Seven. Eight, eight years or something. And I looked at it last year. I didn't even get out of the box, just opened the box and sort of rummaged around the tissue paper and then put the lid back on and then brought it to the new house and put it in the bottom of a cupboard. What are you going to do with it? No idea. It's a really nice, really nice dress. So I could sell it, but I don't know if I want to. Mm. No, I I don't know if I want to either. I loved my day two dress. But I I don't know. I don't know if mine or yours is that customizable to make it look not like a wedding dress. absolutely not. There's nowhere. I don't know. I I was thinking about maybe. taking the fabric and creating something else out of the skirt fabric because it's like a um, striped pyjamas, I always describe it as. Not, it's not <laughs> like striped pajamas. oh, it's not like that. <laughs> It But had like a the material. had like a stripy texture, didn't it? It wasn't Yes. like it wasn't pure satin. It had like No. a pattern, but it was very subtle. Um, so I did think maybe I could make something. I... You could unpick the skirt and wear the top underneath a suit. Because Yes. the top, your top of yours was quite, um, I don't know if it had bones, but it was quite corseted-ish. Yes. And it had like a deep V. If you had that, you could wear like a suit underneath Hmm. it. And that would look really cool. So on your, when you redo your vows, you could use the top underneath the suit. Yes, to my new husband. Um, yeah, I do think I. I think I would chop up the the striped material and just use it for other stuff. But I don't really know what what to do with it. You could make some. Oh no, I'm not going to say that. No, so. You could make your Christmas napkins. You could make some napkins and make them squares and have your initials put in them, and they could come out once a year for your Christmas napkins. But they're white. That's okay. I would be like, no, you're not wiping your face on that. That is your Christmas show napkin. Yeah, it's the. Sh I didn't say it was the napkin people wipe their gravy Absolutely. with. It's the napkin that you place on the plate <laughs> Literally with the knife. like, Dad, sorry, excuse me. Let me just take your show napkin and Here's here's your your actual icing, a napkin. paper one. You're like, what's, what's this one? Just, I just don't want you getting anything on the napkin. What do you mean you don't want me getting anything on the napkin? Well, 
they're, they're napkins made from my wedding. Why have you made napkins out of your wedding dress? I mean, even the, this conversation with Ian, I think, would be stressful enough. We also don't have show napkins in this house. Maybe the napkin idea wasn't a great one. But, you know, something that you could bring out year after year, I'm thinking. So, what yeah, but do I don't want... want people touching it. Don't yeah. touch the material with your Christmas hands. Okay. Get that away from this. Okay. Yeah, I'll keep thinking about what we can turn your dress into. To be it, continued. Yeah, to be continued. Any ideas, write them on a napkin and send them in. <laughs> on your show napkins. <laughs> I can't be the only person that has show napkins. I don't think you are, but this household definitely is not a household of show napkins. Well, even at your Friendsgiving, I wondered if we were supposed to be using the napkins that you had put on the on the, the plate. You're like, here's the napkin! <laughs> Everybody's running to the toilet to get some toilet paper to wipe their mouth with because they're too scared to use my... Your show napkins. Your show napkins. <laughs> Don't worry, because we could be having a, a... Maybe I create wedding napkins. Like wedding show napkins. With the dress. There is a lot of materials, so there's a lot of napkins <laughs> to go around. We could, do a, we could do a wedding of 80 with them. Yeah, you could. Like I'm, the picture is over here. I will share it on the Instagram story of mine and Em's wedding dresses just so that you can see what they look like. So that our ramblings aren't just, you know, well, no idea what you mean by a pointy triangle on the boob. You'll see. Uh, I think to sum up, Em, <laughs> leave more time. Yep. Do not rush. Sit down. Maybe... Take on board the feedback of others, but make sure that you are comfortable. Yeah. Um, and if you don't have that firework wow moment, this is the dress, then that is 100% normal because out of all of these stories, one mm -hmm. had that moment, yeah. which I think is interesting. Um, please like, subscribe, rate, review our podcast on whatever platform you listen or now watch us on. Keep up to date with the podcast by following our Instagram account, at the IG Crew Podcast. Send us your questions or topics that you'd like us to chat through. I'm very excited that next week we will be talking all things wedding X. But until then, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. You've been listening to the I Do Crew Podcast with Jen and Emma. Keep up to date with our podcast news by following our I Do Crew podcast Instagram account. Thanks for listening.